0: The all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and
1: supporting communities, the arts and you. Join LUMO Energy today for a brighter SA. This is Sports Day.
0: Welcome to the summer edition of Sports Day so, Linesy, there you go. <laughs> Welcome to the summer edition of Sports Day. Say, so, Paul Bonser, Dan Menzel with you. Great to be here. Linesy pushing the buttons and he's off to a flyer. Uh, great work, mate. Uh, Menz, how are you going? Good oh, weekend?
1: Yeah, great weekend, Bons. Uh, I'm really looking forward to today's show. Mixed results for Adelaide in terms of sporting events and sporting yes. teams on the weekend. So, really looking forward to jumping into those games. But, uh, no, it was it was a nice, a bit more relaxing weekend for
0: myself. How about you? Uh, uh, yeah, I did some painting, uh, continued painting my fence. I think i finished it all now, and we did a bit of clean-up work in the backyard. Um, so that's all done, because I had a week off commentary, which was nice. Yes. Uh, it's been a... a I think it's one of the rare weekends I have off during the year. So, no, it was good. Um, but uh, everyone else can be part of the show as well, Men's, They can give us a call on the Just Quality Home Improvements open line, 1300 736 736, or text in on 0427 154 it's so we're changing things up. We are. Because it's a summer edition of Sports ASA, and Wilds and Blighty do a great job throughout the year. And uh, But we're going to add a few new segments across the summer. Hope you like them. If you don't like them, keep quiet. If you do like them, tell <laughs> us. Call <Cool. laughs> in. Um, so the first one is Monday. Box score thanks to Irrigear, save time and water. Irrigear is here. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. Monday box score, what's it all about, Mens?
1: Yeah, the Monday box score is. We know there's plenty of sporting events over the weekend, so we're going to bring you all of those results uh, and chat about the major ones from the weekend. And Bonds, let's start with cricket. Let's yes. start with the Aussies in the ODI World Cup over in India, and we took on the Poms, a game that they didn't really have much to play for, but they never like. Losing to us, so we knew they were going to be dangerous. But uh, a really important win and a
0: convincing win in the end for the Aussies. Look, it, it, it was almost like watching the Aussies bat. They were a bit tentative. We lost wickets at the wrong time. Really impressed with Labuschagne's innings, seventy-one. He sort of held the whole innings together, didn't he? He did, and
1: it's come really. It's a timely knock for him as well because yes. look, will he go out when Maxwell comes back in? I believe so. But it's nice to know that. If we do fail or falter at the top, he can come in. A Smith can come in. These sort of guys can do the job for the Aussies. And and we were too good in the end. We made 286 from 49.3 overs, bowled out for 286. So you knew that on that pitch there was every chance that England could potentially deteriorate as well, and they certainly did that. They made 253 in reply off just over 48 overs. Adam Zampa, he just continues his form. He took three for 21. Uh, He also made 29 with the bat as well, which was great to see, man of the match. but do you reckon for Australia that was uh, a good win, or do you reckon it was as equally disappointing for the
0: Poms? Uh, I think it was a good win for the Aussies. I think the the best thing of the day in in the whole game was best getting yeah. our first ball. It was. <laughs> we, we might have that. Do we have that there, Lindsay? Let's have another listen to uh, Johnny Basto. Poor man. No, we don't. It's there somewhere. It doesn't matter.
1: Well, the other one, that, that he, he was disappointing, but I think the whole England team, they have been throughout the tournament. They have been the absolute disappointment of the tournament. And we might have a listen to Joss Butler, their captain, talking about their tournament. Yeah, it's certainly um, a, a low point. Uh, I've had a few, but, uh, yeah, definitely as a captain, um, you know, to be stood in this position when you, you arrive in India with very high hopes is in, incredibly tough, incredibly disappointing. Um, and uh, yeah it's, uh, yeah it hurts a lot you know coming into the tournament, you know fancied ourselves to to have a real go at it and, and push whoever it was going to be all the way um, so yeah we haven 't done ourselves justice um, you no know, it's it 's incredibly tough you know to to reach those highs, absolutely. Everyone knows how much hard work goes into that. Um, and even when you come up short, there's so much hard work that goes into into that. So, um, yeah, we feel like we've let ourselves down. We've let uh, people down at home, the, the people who support us um, through thick and thin. And, and that, um, you know, obviously you wear that um, you know, on your own shoulders. That's England skipper there, Josh Butler. Very elegant he is, but uh, not so much. Ben Stokes? Uh, no, I think the problem is is that we've been...
0: You have to p- pick a single funny or happy moment on this tour, which you've said has been a crap. But anything funny, anything happy that you that you will take away that sticks in your mind.
1: Um,
0: sorry, I wasn't prepared
1: for that question. <laughs> <laughs> that was just awesome. <laughs> uh, I mean, you gotta love Ben Stokes. He calls it as it is. Yes, and he said that been crap.
0: Yeah, and uh, I love the I love the question. Uh, Yeah, any, yeah, I know, I know it was it was a crap, but maybe there was something happy. Uh, Johnny from Port Augusta's on the line. Um, wants to speak to us, Johnny? Welcome to Sports ASA. Was you there? He might have gone, Johnny. Have we got gotcha. you?
1: Port Augusta's long way away, Bond, so yeah. maybe He's we just pedal
0: just... faster, Johnny.
1: <laughs> no, we
0: might come All back. To... Oh, here he is. Hello, Johnny. Oh. How are you going? Yeah, good, thanks, fellas. I, um, based on that text, the best back I've ever seen by none, is Liv Richards. The best player you've ever seen? The best I've ever seen. I miss Sobers, clearly, or Graham Pollock, and that, 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 some of the older timers are over about them, but the best player I've ever seen is Liv Richards comfortably. Oh, not comfortably, but a little bit ahead of 10 bill the these blokes. Lara was brilliant on his day. He's was about that. He was great for what? Greg Chappell, he Ricky Potting. I can't explain Greg Chappell Ricky Potting as a Australian's big team, back. But who's the greatest sportsman of all time? He's got a, a Bradman. He's got a... Ali. He's got a... He's got a... Pelé is it a Mexie for example we've only got an hour long show I <laughs> only got an hour long show Johnny we could go forever in regards to who's the best athlete of all time it's, it's, um, a very... it's, it's such a tough question isn't
1: it this is a campfire question where is as you is... said you're sitting around you've got an hour to spend on this it is a really tough question for mine it's longevity and so that's where you look at whether it's a Tiger Woods or Leo Messi or LeBron James someone who's done it for 20 plus years at the highest level
0: Michael before LeBron please
1: uh, uh, interesting <laughs> because not longevity when it comes to well, Michael Jordan. Well, I, I don't disagree with you, anyway, but I actually we think... We can have
0: that argument I, another night. We should do it. that.
1: Michael Jordan is the best, yes. but there is other people that work in the studio that believe that LeBron is the I best. Know. So, um, well, they're
0: ill-informed. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's get to. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks for your call. Love to have you on on the show. Uh, great listener and great man in there, uh, Port Augusta. The good oil, thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. The good oil this week, men's, it's surely got to be the Crows AFLW team. It
1: does. It is the Crows AFLW team. They have finished on top of the table heading into the finals. And the reason why that's massive is we know that with the women's competition, whoever is the higher-ranked team at the grand final time, gets the grand final at home. Yes. So for Adelaide, if they make the grand final, it will be here in Adelaide, which is huge in terms of home ground advantage for the Crows. And they finished first. Brisbane finished fourth. So they'll take on Brisbane in the qualifying final, which is going to be this Saturday at Norwood Oval at 2.35 on Saturday, as mentioned. So that will be –
0: Brisbane's a good side. But uh, to have that home final, I think, will go in as heavy favourites. Well, Brisbane did – Adelaide a favour by knocking off Melbourne as well on the weekend, which meant that Adelaide clinched that top spot.
1: Yeah, well, it shows their form's good. Brisbane and they have been since they lost their first game of the season. They have much, uh, looked much better, and uh, they will be tough. But I think Adelaide at home, you'd
0: be brave to pick against them. Yeah, Matthew Clark was uh, had a little bit to say about finishing top. You know, we we, we knew we had top two secured, and uh, you know, we really obviously really wrapped with the season as a whole. Uh, to go nine and one is, you know, a really strong performance, and um, you know, as, as much as we could hope for, I suppose we could hope for ten, but we'll, we'll settle for nine and one. And um, yeah, so obviously we're now set up to have the double chance
1: to. Yeah, Matthew Clark they're talking about the double chance. Can they win it again, Bonds? Now their game plan it seems to hold up throughout the regular season. Will it hold up during finals? Definitely. Yeah, I, I think they're the favourites. Yeah, I... I, I, I try and beat them. That's what I'm saying totally agree let's have a listen to doc clark on the game plan
0: are you playing a style of footy that you think will hold up uh, when the pressure's at its highest and um, at times we've done that at times this year um, we've played a, a footy that we will will stand up uh, but we probably haven't been absolutely consistent with that so yeah we've got some work to do over the next month to to make it you know make every post a winner as they say
1: The other good all from the weekend from the AFLW bonds is the Port Adelaide Power finished on a winning note. A really good win, 13 goals, 10, 88, defeat in GWS, 4 goals, 6, 30. So it's as good a win as they've had in the history of their club in the AFLW. And great to see Erin Phillips' last game. What a way to finish her career.
0: Well, they lifted, didn't they? And they had a good crowd there, over 3,000 people. And uh, Erin got thrown forward. At the end of the game, kicked, took a mark, kicked a goal. The perfect finish to an outstanding career, not just AFLW career, but uh, also her basketball career playing um, for the Opals oh, and, and speak, internationally in the in the States in the in the WNBL. Speak about longevity.
1: Uh, she's certainly got that. And let's have a listen to her on her last game.
0: We owed our fans one here for, you know, all the support that they do for us and show up every time we play here. So, yeah, it was, it was an awesome way to finish off.
1: Aaron Phillips there. While we're still on the Monday box score, we'll just get on to the NBL briefly. This is the result that didn't quite go Adelaide's way. Uh, Adelaide, 36 Sixers 88, went down to the Perth Wildcats, 99. Bryce Cotton, we know how good he is here, 29 points.
0: Yeah, I thought uh, Bryce Cotton interview, he was in the presser afterwards and he said it was great that uh, I'm now wearing the number 11 jump uh, jersey. I don't know who that bloke was for the first five games. <laughs> so he would come out of that form slump. He was he was the difference. They probably the, the Sixers got beaten on the rebound on the boards for the first time in a long time, especially against Perth. They're the worst rebounding team in the NBL, but uh, they out-rebounded the Sixers and the turnovers hurt the Sixers as well. Six turnovers to 12. Um, 12's not bad, yep. but uh, six more than your opposition He's is going gonna... Is gonna to hurt. And look, they weren't horrible. They lost Jacob Wiley in the second half as well. Alex Starling stepped up, played some good minutes in the second half. Um, I watched it and didn't. I wasn't overly disappointed, expecting the Wildcats to come out strong, and that's exactly what happened. But they'll bounce back, the Sixers. They no, will
1: bounce back. They take on the Jack ju- Jumpers this Saturday yes. at home. And last one on the box score, the Adelaide United one-all draw against Melbourne Victory, our rival there. So we stay undefeated, two wins and a draw on top yep. of the table. So Adelaide United going along nicely. They take on Sydney FC at home this Saturday night.
0: Yes, the good oil was for Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded Virgin Extra Olive Oil, grown. Hard And first cold-pressed in Northern Victoria. And the NFL liner... Catch every NFL game this season with Game Pass only on the zone. Visit gamepass.com. And coming up on the show, we're trying to get one of the uh, Adelaide strikers. Uh, hopefully, we can have one, them, one of them on the show later. And men's, you got a top seven coming up, which has got a little bit of a Melbourne Cup theme, as you would expect. Lumo Energy, switch to the affirmative. Join Lumo Energy today. The all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of
1: range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter SA.
0: Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports Day SA. Paul Bonser, Dan Menzel with you, and you can be part of the show. Get on the Just Quality Home Improvements open line 1300 736 736 or text in 0427 154 Or if you have the SEN app, just go to the SENSA page and you'll find the buttons there. You can press them, you don't have to do anything. Um, men's time for your Kia Top 7, Kia's Epic Range, the Kia Sportage, Seltos, and EV6 GT. They're all fantastic. What do you got for us tonight as far as your Top 7 goes? Well,
1: with the Melbourne Cup on tomorrow, Bonds, we've gone with the top seven most memorable Melbourne Cup winners I have got here. So, Great. We're going to start at number seven. I'm going to put it in there because it's as simple as last year. Gold trip in last year's Melbourne Cup, running again this year. So tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, a really good win. Uh, I did have a little bit on it each way. I think so. I was uh, I was happy with it winning mm-hmm. last year, and I think it's going to go reasonably well again tomorrow. You give it a chance. I'll give it a chance.
0: We'll give our tips later on the show, won't we? We will hold on to
1: our tips for now. We'll get to number six, and I've got Americane in there. It's a 2010 Melbourne Cup winner. It's a French-trained horse. Gerald Massey was on board. Uh, This is a horse that ran for a couple of years in the Melbourne Cup and was one that had a lot of weight on it, carried a lot of weight, and uh, I think a lot of expectations from a lot of punters too, and a very good win back in 2010. Did you back that one? No, I did not. All right. How about, number five? How about number five? Maybe you bet this one. I certainly didn't because I wasn't alive. It's Kiwi from 1983. Jim Cassidy rode it. It was a mile back at the clock tower. I think when you're watching the race and you're on a horse and you can see it, and when you get to the clock tower, if they're not in the first 10, oh, it's a long way to come back from And yeah. He wasn't in the top 20, I don't think, this one. And Kiwi, far too good in 1983. Did you back that one? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> at number four, we have Very Elegant 2021. J-Mac on board, uh, a great ride. Had 57 kilograms on it, very elegant, but a very popular winner, this one. Uh, I didn't back this one, but I know a lot of mates were on board this one. They were very happy with it. And
0: I... Didn't back it either. Oh, gosh.
1: All right. Well, we're going to go to our top three. And at number three, it is Media Puzzle. 2002 horse, Damien Oliver on board. Famous, this one. Uh, the movie The Cup is based on yes. this. And they didn't give it much chance. And Damien Oliver had a bit of adversity around this as well. His brother, unfortunately, had passed away in a riding accident the week before. And Correct. Had to make the decision whether to ride and an incredible story, a great win in 2002 media puzzle. Do you remember this race? I
0: do remember it vividly and yes, I did have a little oh, bit of my hard-earned on media puzzle. That would have
1: ran at some good odds, but not as good at odds as our number two. Our number two is Prince of Penzance, 2015 winner Michelle Payne on board, 101 to 1 this horse ran at. Uh, it uh, was a rather incredible win. No one gave it any chance. The movie Ride Like a Girl, a great movie. They based mm. it on this race. And Michelle Payne, the first woman, woman to win the uh, Melbourne Cup, Yes, and I didn't have any money on her either. If you had have had money on Prince of Penzance, then...
0: (laughs) I think it was at 101 to 1, was it?
1: Yeah. If you had money on it, then text in, because we'd like to know what you're backing tomorrow. Yes. Uh, So that was number two, but I think the most obvious one at number one, it has to be this. running on and then Strasbourg... Back behind those horses now as they come down the straight was Benny Rowe and back behind them. Here's McKayvi Diva. A nation roars for a hero. She's starting to wind up. 300 left to go now. McKayvi Diva's racing up. Envoy's trying to go with her. They've got to Portland Singer and Loughlin River. Here comes like a falcon and excellent. But McKayvi Diva clear with 100 metres to go. Excellent runs to second. On a B. Diva there winning its third Melbourne Cup in a row. Uh, the race that stops the nation. That's one that I think everyone remembers. It still gives you goosebumps. It does. Listening um, to that was awesome. A champion becomes a legend. It really was, wasn't yeah. it? So let's hope we can see a race that's somewhat close to that tomorrow.
0: Great uh, top seven men's for the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Um, Now, before we uh, go on, we've got a little bit to go. Thanks to Firecoat, here's a quick uh, community update. Be alert and be prepared this bushfire season. Stay up to date with all bushfire warnings online with South Australian Country Fire Service. Visit cfs.sa.gov.au. This is a community update and it's thanks to the new fire coat the first paint proven to protect your property in high risk fire condition conditions and it is available at Bunnings warehouse so, Bonds, let's get on to, before we go to the break, let's... we got about 30 seconds, I reckon. Yeah, we'll just
1: give you an update on the Redbacks' score. Yes. So So, uh, Sheffield chilled today in Queensland. So, at the Gabba, Queensland won the toss. They chose to bowl the Redbacks 2 for 190 off nearly 80 overs. So, Henry Hunt, he's made 100, 104 off 246 clicks. So, we're not going at a rapid rate, but it's a nice start. That's his eighth first-class first 100 it's impressive, isn't it? It's really impressive. So that uh, there's the Redbacks on day one there against Queensland. We're Nathan
0: not... McSweeney is there. Sorry, mate. Nathan McSweeney's there as well. I'm 33, not out. He's he's having a fantastic year. Incredible year. He yeah. uh,
1: he's he's doing it all. McAndrew McSweeney, the Mac, Mac brothers are doing it, but they're not brothers. But they are absolutely dominating <laughs> for the Redbacks at the moment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, we've got plenty more coming up on the show. We're still trying to get one of the Adelaide Strikers to join us. If not, we'll get them later in the week. But uh, stay with us here as we will, after the break, we'll talk about the Adelaide Strikers' win. They went to Perth, they won two games, and one was an absolute nail-biter. And lots more coming up on the Summer Edition of Sports ASA. The all-electric Kia EV6,
1: with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter SA.
0: Welcome back to Sports ASA, the summer edition. We're the Bonds and Men's, and you can get involved in the show thanks to the Just Quality Home Improvements open line, 1300 736 736. Give us a call. Let us know what you feel. Give us your tip for tomorrow or text in on 0427 154 166. Now, men's, we're trying to get an Adelaide striker girl on the phone, but they're flying back from Perth. Apparently, there's a bit of a delay with the flight. So hopefully, we'll get uh, someone from the strikers tomorrow.
1: Yeah, we're hoping for tomorrow. I mean, their schedule is packed. They, yes. They're playing every three days. Yes, uh, Their next game is Wednesday, and then they play again on Saturday. And we saw that over the weekend. They played Friday and Sunday. And over the weekend, a couple of really good results. They beat the Sydney Sixers comfortably and then had a really good close finish against the Scorchers just yesterday afternoon.
0: Yeah, I watched all of yesterday's game. Uh, They were excellent. It was such a good game of cricket. Both teams were very, very good. Um, But it came down to the Strikers needing 12 runs to win off the final over. And let's have a listen to the final over.
1: Ainsworth hit, out through extra cover, placed on Ainsworth, full toss, hit down the ground, Devine comes around, they're coming back for two, Ainsworth takes the bails off, does she get home? Patterson is is out, this is going right down to the wire, Gibson winds up, hits it well, might have hit it all the way, six runs, 18 years old. Strikers have done it. Danny Gibson with two fantastic strikes has propelled them to victory.
0: You heard the name Danny Gibson there. She is a new recruit for the Strikers this year. She is an English player from Gloucestershire. She plays in the Western Storm and the London Spirit as well in the 100. Um, she stamped her foot on this competition with a big final over.
1: She did 16 off seven deliveries. She was not out the other night too. Mm. Chase at home, uh, just made five in that one. But um, she's going well, as is Katie Mack. Katie she is Mack, lying. 50 the other day and 71 against the Scorchers. Uh, a ma- oh, woman of the match, and rightfully so as well. She is yep. at the top of the order with Laura Wolfhart. It's a really nice combination with Tully McGrath just sliding in at number three.
0: Leading run scorer for the competition at the moment, Katie Mack. She is flying. Um, and uh, her part, normal partner in crime, Bridget Patterson, has dropped down the order a little bit. She made runs yesterday as well. Uh, she made 35, but, yeah. Um, with the ball. One of our favourites, Amanda Jade Wellington, got three for 25. And she was on the mic as well. So she was bowling and got the mic as, as well. Her we run around, having fun, took a catch.
1: She's been good. She Three right. wickets, two wickets on Friday. So five wickets in her past two matches. Uh, we sit top of the table with five wins and two losses. For mine, we do look like the most complete side there is in terms of our batting and our bowling. And we won it last year, we know that. But the Strikers yep. women's team look like they're well and truly on the way to going back-to-back.
0: Yeah, love it. Uh, well done, girls. And once again, we'll try and get someone from the Strikers on the phone tomorrow. Time for Lost in the Wash, men's uh, toolkit depot. Tools, equipment, safety gear, and workwear. Toolkit Depot: everything you need under the one roof. Tools, equipment, safety gear, and workwear in store or online.
1: Yeah, we'll go to the uh, back to the ODI World Cup, and uh, yep. we talked about the Aussies, but there's a couple of matchups that we didn't mention, uh, and we will get onto them. But I know that we wanted to play a little bit of audio from the Johnny Besto miss- dismissal.
0: Mitchell Stark with ball in hand, and Johnny Besto faces the first delivery.
1: England's
0: the worst of possible starts for England. besto goes for a first ball duck. England, not for one. Yeah, even though Johnny besto's English, I do feel sorry for him. That's a, such a stiff way to get out. <laughs> <laughs> Come uh, on, what are you better than that?
1: Shane Watson <laughs> and Nasser Hussain there. Didn't some... feel it. A, a smidge of empathy for him. How about Besto's face as well when yeah. he got out? You, Great. You, as an Aussie, you love seeing that. Loved it. Every uh, second. So tonight's game, Bangladesh versus Sri Lanka. We're just waiting on the toss to be won. I oh, got that
0: for you, men's Yes, what do you got? Bangladesh has won the toss and elected
1: to bowl. Elected to bowl first. So they will chase. Then potentially could be some Jew in Delhi there and they might be able to come home with that. I mean, England have been the most disappointing team in the World Cup, but for mine, Bangladesh and Sri Lanka aren't far behind. I mean, Bangladesh 1 and 6. Bangladesh have been the worst team in the tournament. They've got smashed in their six losses, and Sri Lanka, they started okay in two wins, five losses. Um, They're both out of contention now, so not the most attractive game tonight, but we'll see who can come out with the win, uh, as
0: India did last night against South Africa. They're still undefeated. How good were they last night? This was one versus two, and they made it look like one versus 25.
1: They did. Their, their form is scintillating, to say the least. They, they came out and made 326 for the loss of five wickets. Virat Kohli made another 101. We might have a listen to that in a second, but they bowled South Africa out for 83. Jadeja a nice five for 33. But let's have a listen to Virat Kohli after hitting his 49th one-day century.
0: He's a man who writes his own scripts. Many happy returns of the day to Virat Kohli, his 35th birthday, his 49th ODI hundred, and the 18th time that he set up the Indian batting. You know, it's for me. It's it's. It's uh, not a lot from Bray. <laughs> no, it wasn't. We
1: got, we got more out of Mark Nicholas there on the commentary of Virat's uh, 49th hundred, which equals the great Sachin Tendulkar
0: in yes. one-day cricket. Yes, he'll go past that. Well and truly and past that. one of the, well, if not India's greatest one-day player. He will, and he
1: might be the MVP of this tournament. He's probably the favourite right now. They are 8-0. and oh. Uh, they don't look like they have any weaknesses. We might have a listen to the great Adam Gilchrist on whether India are beatable. It looks unlikely, but I can see
0: it happening. It's possible. There's no doubt about that. Um, get to, you, know, you get to the knockout stages, which is effectively just the semi and, and the final. They're the two cutthroat games, aren't they? So uh, there's a chance that they could stumble if, if someone uh, posts a big
1: score. Yeah, I I mean, they could if someone posts a big score. But again, their bowling attack. Muhammad Shami has been unbelievable in this tournament. He's taken five for in a number of games. We talked about Jadeja taking five for last night. Jasper Boomer for mine has bowled as well as anyone though. Yes. He just hasn't got the wickets. Yes. Uh, and that's just their bowling attack. And then we know with their their Rohit Sharma's in some really good form. Shubman Gill's starting to come into it nicely, and Virat's been the player of the tournament. Yeah. So the only maybe weakness or downside is Hardik Panya is out for the remainder of the tournament. He's been ruled out. But in saying that, the guy that he was probably going to come in for and replace his Shreyas Iyer, now he came out and made 77 last night. So yeah,
0: it looked beautiful as well. He really did, Good didn't he?
1: Good, stylish player, really nice. He, he, he really nice. And so, look, they're going to be difficult to beat. I, th- I think if they're going to lose, it will be in the final, and you never know what can happen in the final. I, d- I don't see them getting beaten in the semifinal, which is why for Australia I think you've got to finish in the top three, which uh, destiny in our own hands now.
0: Yeah, I think so as well. Um, we we have got, uh, lindy has got um, Virat's uh, press conference.
1: It's all too much to take in right now, to be honest. I mean, to equal my, my hero's record uh, in one day internationals is something that is a huge honour for me. I mean, I, I know that, you know, it's people like comparisons. I'm never going to be as good as him. I mean, it's, there's, a, there's a reason why we all looked up to him. He's perfection when it comes to batting. I'm trying to do my best, trying to win games for my country. He's always going to be my hero regardless of what happens. And, yeah, it's it's a very emotional moment for me. I know where I come from. I know the days that I watched him play on TV. So just to stand here and get this appreciation from someone like him means a lot to me. How humble is that from Virat Kohli about Sachin Tendulkar?
0: I was just about to say the humility. Oh. And he shows it all the time. Yep. On field, he can come across as, um, for want of a better term, a bit of a tool. Yep. The way he carries on around wickets and shows that arrogance. But off the field, he always shows humility and he always respects the game and he respects who he's playing against. He does. It's incredible.
1: you see that from some of your best sportsmen. I mean, uh, Novak Djokovic is one that comes to mind that a lot of people don't like the way he goes about it on the tennis court. And then he gets to the... Once he's won the trophy or if he's come second, and he's so elegant in the way he speaks. Yes. Uh, There's so many of the best sportsmen. LeBron's the same. Um, there is so many that do it so well. And, and Virat, that that was really, really cool to hear him talk about Sachin Tendulkar in that way and in that light. So You could hear the emotion in his voice good. when
0: he was talking. That, and that's... That's very powerful. It's great.
1: It is. And so we don't, as Aussies, we don't want to run into him until potentially the final if we get there. And it maybe looks like we might avoid him in the semifinal because of a result last night, uh, sorry, on the weekend, which is Pakistan taking on New Zealand. Now, New Zealand batted first. They got put in. And they yes. made 401 for yes. the loss of six wickets. And it looked like Pakistan probably made the wrong decision. Then they had a few issues with the weather, with a delay, uh, and uh, it meant that there was a DLS that came in in terms of the scoring system. Pakistan came out and made one for 200 and got the win. So what that has done is it's meant that Australia is sitting in third position with five wins from seven games on ten points. It's a logjam around four. So you've got New Zealand on eight points from eight games, Pakistan on eight points from eight games, and Afghanistan, unlikely Afghanistan, on eight points from seven games. So I would love to see the Afghanistan cricket team make it into the top Imagine. four. It, uh, it would be great. Well, and it would be great. And so, I guess for those wondering, well, who do they have to play? Well, New Zealand and Pakistan. They both just got the one game remaining. New Zealand takes on Sri Lanka. You'd think that they might be too good. Pakistan plays England. You'd think they'd probably win that too. The way England's going. And Afghanistan, if they're going to make it, they'll deserve it because they play against Australia and South Africa. Their last two games are against the teams that are sitting second and third on the table. So a very interesting watch to see if the Afghanistan cricket team can make it into the semifinals. Yeah, and
0: that uh, Aussie-Afghanistan game is tomorrow night, so looking forward to that one as well. I wonder if Maxi could just come straight back in, doesn't he? Uh,
1: he will when he's right to go. Um, but the question is, who goes out? Now, Manus made 70... 71 in our last game. So is it as obvious as that? Well, we might have a listen to uh, Adam Gilchrist on who Maxwell comes in for.
0: Certainly, if Max is available, he's sort of straight back in there. And I, I would think it's Cam Green at the moment. And then, because uh, Max's bowling's been exceptional as well. you know, losing out either way there with bat or ball.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I would I would leave uh, Maness in and take Cam Green out for Maxi to come in because we
0: know, we know what it's like with the spin-friendly wickets over there. Let me ask you the tough question then, Stephen Smith. Where does he back? should Labuschagne stay in the side and Smith miss out?
1: No, I don't think so. No, not with the he, he's one of our best spin uh, players of spin in the team, and so no, I don't think so. Be a, it'd be a bold call to drop Steve Smith, wouldn't it?
0: Absolutely, no. Yeah, I'm I just, not. I'm just, I'm just throwing that no, out. What, what about? What about uh, I don't, I wouldn't do it. What about Stoinis? Uh Yeah,
1: I don't mind that one a little bit more because he bowls his medium to fast, uh, medium paces really. And and again, if, if this was in England or in Australia, I would be more inclined to go with that. But I just think he's not going to be as important as Steve Smith.
0: Yeah, he got uh, he got a very handy thirty-five
1: Steynus as well. Uh, cam green's the obvious one for mine i I wouldn't make any other call other than that i think that if it's if it's Marnus, then potentially that's the other one but cam green's the one that goes out he did make runs though in the last game so it's going to be tight
0: it is um good problem for the selectors to have i can give you the stump score between south australia and queensland it is two for 190 at stumps uh bad light stop play not out henry hunt 104 his eighth First Class 100 and McSweeney 33 not out.
1: Yeah, nicely positioned the Red Backs there. Bonds, we've got a couple of techs come in. So, uh, Jason from Marola he is... Uh Kind words, Jason. He's asking or hoping that I potentially get a look in somewhere as an assistant coach down the down the road. So uh, I've got a little coaching gig this year, Bonds, not at AFL level, but uh, I'm aware. we'll see how we go there. But the other one Stepping Stones, men's yeah, you never know. But uh Big Duff's text in again. Uh great to have you back on board, Big Duff. He says, Get a Bonds and men's. Big Duff here. I've got my money on New Zealand still to pull off the World Cup. They're not done with yet. Quite like that, text Big Duff. I think that we've seen with Trent Bowl opening the bowling in Southies. In there, they've got a, a nice bowling attack, and if Conway can actually start making runs again, he's been poor of late. but yes. Ravindra has come in; he's
0: been very good. Daryl Mitchell, Mitchell. I, I, I think they've got a really well balanced team. I um, love the text, Big Duff, and thanks for being part of the show. Kane Williamson's back now too, which is huge for them. Mm. Really good. Um, men's, we're talking about the final four. There's ten games left. What about the permutations as to who who do you think, yep. based on the last ten games, is going to is going to be in the top four and where are they going to finish? Yeah, so let's India top. India yeah, will be
1: number top. Uh, there's no doubt in that, and they can't fall from that position. Now South Africa, because of their net run rate, one point three one point three seven six. Australia is 0.9. so we won't make that up. In, uh, in the two games we've got. So South Africa will finish second. Australia, I believe, will finish third, which means that who finishes fourth? It's either New Zealand, Pakistan or Afghanistan. Now, Afghanistan's going to need to beat uh, at least Australia or South Africa, but probably both. So I don't see them making it, which means it comes down to Pakistan versus England and New Zealand versus Sri Lanka. New Zealand's net run rate, 0.398 and Pakistan, 0.03. So that favours New Zealand. If they both win, the Kiwis make it into fourth. If uh, if Pakistan can get up and New Zealand loses, then they'll jump into the four. But I think we'll see India take on New Zealand in the first semifinal, and South Africa take on Australia in the second semi semi-final.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think it stays as it is. I think New Zealand, I'm with Big Duff. I think New Zealand aren't done with yet. I'm not sure if they can win it, but I think they, they make the semis. Yeah, which...
1: Uh, I think it's probably the best format as well. I think we saw New Zealand play against India and probably pushed them as well as any team has. So they do match up okay and probably, well, much better than what Pakistan do. So Australia takes on Afghanistan tomorrow night. England versus Netherlands on Wednesday night, and then the games we're talking about. New Zealand versus Sri Lanka Thursday night. So that's one we'll know. South Africa, Afghanistan Friday night, and then Australia and England play again on Saturday against Pakistan and Bangladesh. So... We're not far away from the semi-final stage. Wednesday, 15th of November, and then the final will be Sunday, the 19th of November. So starting at 7pm will mean you'll have to stay up until about 5am, Bonds, if we are to make the final to see us hopefully win it. I'm probably
0: not watching the mini. I'll watch as much as I can until I fall asleep and then I'll watch the mini in the morning. Um, I wanted to ask you, we're sort of getting wrapped up in this now, aren't we? Like the first probably three or four weeks of the... Of the one-day cup, everyone wasn't keeping an eye on it, but they weren't that that interested in it. Now that it's coming to an end, everyone's jumping on board, and the crowds have shown that as well. The
1: crowds have shown that as well. I think here in Australia, it's also been a little bit dependent on our results. Yes, We, We played the first two games, we played really poorly, but what's actually that has shown is we played against by far the two best teams in this tournament. We had to play against South Africa and against India Indiana open two, opening two matches, which, again, at the time, it didn't look like South Africa was going to be in the best three or four teams. So there was some worrying and some concerning signs, but we've certainly bounced back. And oh, the crowds are always going to be there. It's India. Absolutely. Uh, yep. There's no way they're not going to rock up. And the other thing is, well, when you're a home nation and you are 8-0 and and you look bulletproof, there is going to be everyone going to your games. And, um, again, we've said that there's been some really good stories throughout this tournament. Afghanistan is the one. Four wins from seven games. so They would have been happy with one win, I think. Maybe two wins in the tournament. Great to see the Netherlands win two games as well. Would not have picked that at the start of the
0: tournament. Yes, no. Great, great stuff. It's been, I've really enjoyed it because I'm a bit of a cricket nuffy, so I really enjoyed turning the TV on every night and watching cricket. But the best part has been England, one win from seven matches. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, (laughs) Can we play the Johnny, but no, we can't. (laughs) I was going to play the Johnny Best, I think, again. Uh, Should we do a new segment, men? Let's do it. I'm excited about this. So another new segment. Um, This is called The Hat Trick. And this is for Tire Power. Get your free five-minute safety check today. Um, The hat-trick. Tell us about the hat-trick, men.
1: Yeah, the hat-trick. So what it's going to be is we've got three statements here, Bonds, and we're going to go with one each. So the first one's going to be a forgettable moment. Second one, if you don't know, now you know. And the third one is it is what it is. So... I'm going to I'm gonna open with a new ball, the forgettable moment, and I'm going to go with the Melbourne Demons in the women's competition. The forgettable moment is their result on the weekend. Their loss on the weekend to Brisbane means that they finish second on the table. They look like the best team this year. They finish second. They're not going to get a home grand final. That, at the end of the day, might cost them the premiership.
0: It might. If they're playing Adelaide at the Adelaide oh, Wouldn't wouldn't be at the Adelaide Oval. The mm. pitchers are in at Adelaide Oval. Interesting. Yeah, Where would they play the grand uh, final in LA? Norwood's
1: probably the obvious one. I think Norwood would be the obvious it's not big one.
0: enough, is it? Uh,
1: that's a good question. It's uh. a very good question. But that is my forgettable moment for the Melbourne Demons women's team on the weekend.
0: Good one. My forgettable moment, men's, is the 36ers losing to Perth. Let's just move on and uh, just forget about that result. Let Perth be a little happy for a week or so. In fact, they play Melbourne United tonight, so they're probably gonna lose tonight, <laughs> Perth. So hope come on United. I don't say that very often. But I think that's yeah, that's that's just forget about that. Yes. Um, but what we shouldn't forget about men's is that this Saturday night they take on the Jack Jumpers. If you haven't been to a 36ers game, get there. If you cannot make it to see the Jack Jumpers play the Sixers, it will be on S E N S A with myself and Rupert Sapwell. We're going nationwide on Saturday nights. Epic. I'll be listening to
1: that. I got along uh, to a game not long ago, their first win, actually, yes. of the season, which was Illawarra. So I'll definitely be listening to that one. All right. So On that's a forgettable moment. forgettable moment. If you don't know, now you know. Well, if you don't know that Adam Zampa is Australia's most important player in this World Cup, now you know. He has taken 19 wickets in seven
0: games, and he is by far our most important player. Oh, easily. Easily. He's been fantastic. And it's no surprise that when he starts bowling well, yep. Australia start getting results. It's been... Uh, he's He's been excellent. Three for 21
1: against England. He was unplayable. Yes. He is he is arguably the most valuable player of the tournament. coley has got it at the moment, but Zampa's not far behind.
0: Question without notice. Adam Zampa, play a test match soon?
1: I'd love to see it. Uh, I mean... If the GOAT retires... In the
0: subcontinent, maybe?
1: Yeah, it might depend on what happens with Nathan Lyon. We know that Murphy's going to get a look in, but, uh, yeah, I'd love to see that. Bonds, what have you got for If you don't know,
0: now you know. All right, if you don't know that the Melbourne Cup's worth $8 million, this is the prize money for whether you finish first, the horse First horse across the line to the twelfth horse across the line. This is what they get Oof. in the Melbourne Cup take-home dollars. If you win the Melbourne Cup, you get four point four million dollars. Thank you very much. Wow. If uh, you're in second, you get a handy one point one million. Third gets five hundred and fifty thousand. Fourth gets three hundred and fifty thousand. Fifth gets two hundred and sixth to twelfth, you still take home a handy hundred and sixty thousand k. So if you don't know that now, now you do.
1: Yeah, it's nice. I mean, the the top couple, even over a million dollars for seconds, a nice runner-up prize, isn't it? Uh, Last one is, it is what it is. And it is what it is, is the favourite Vaughan or Vaughan tomorrow in the (laughs) Melbourne Cup, however you want to pronounce it, doesn't win. It doesn't win. It is what it is. And the reason being is the last five favourites under $5 in the Melbourne Cup over the last 20 years haven't won the race. The favourites just don't win the Melbourne Cup. It is what it is.
0: It is what it is. Well, my is what it is is people complaining about the lack of DRS in WBBL. Um, there's been some absolute stinking decisions, uh, but it is what it is. Yeah. Play on. Yeah, exactly right. Play on. Uh, Bonds. Let's get to before we finish the show. Let's get to our Melbourne Cup predictions. Before for you before you do that, uh, I've got to thank Tire Power. Think safety this month to get the five minute free tire check at your local Tire Power. That's our sponsor for the hat trick. I don't mind the hat trick. Yeah. I, I think it's going places.
1: I think it is too. It'll evolve as we go on, but uh, I really like a couple of the statements in there that you had, and that prize money's interesting as well.
0: Yes. Um, all right. Time for our tips. Thanks to Beaumont Tiles. They're giving away a trip for 2 to America's biggest footy game worth over $70,000 to shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12. You still got a little bit of time and you're in the chance to win. T's and C's apply. All right, men's, uh, who you got in your top book? Are you going to give us a top three or four?
1: Uh, I'll, I'll give you a top four then. I, I'm not putting okay. the favourite in there as I just mentioned. Uh, so I'm going to go with a couple of outsiders. Actually, I really like Ash Run. It's going to run at about thirty dollars. Uh, right. Number eleven. Um, so that's one. Future History is an overseas horse as well that uh, is nicely uh, nicely placed at around about twenty bucks. The Japanese have had a pretty good uh, pretty good carnival so far. So Akita Sushi, uh, that's a nice name. Nice. 51.5 kilograms on that one. So there's three for you. And I'll so what were those numbers? 11? That is 11. That is 13. Uh, Ash Run is that one. Future History goes down at number 21. And the last one I'll give you is, I'm going to put it up there again. I think it's a great horse.
0: Gold Trip, number one. Yep. Okay, well, there's uh, men's picks for tomorrow's Melbourne Cup. Um, I'm going with the top weight Gold Trip as well. I think uh, I think it can win. And uh, what go odds back are you going to get back. for that? Eight, I'll, yeah, probably yep. five to eight dollars yeah. in, in that sort of range. Okay, I just think it's it is the hardest race to yep. predict.
1: So that's why I've gone thirty four dollars, twenty one dollars, uh, fifteen, yep. and then eight dollars in Gold Trip.
0: I've gone three without a fight. Uh, I think that's very good. Yep. I've gone the uh, stable mate of the favorite absurd number seven and number 17 military mission i think that'll give you a bit of value in your trifecta yeah
1: plenty of overseas horses in this cup and uh, i think we might see one of them potentially take it out
0: what's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support visit gamblinghelpline.org.au only bet what you can afford, people. Um, have a great day tomorrow, men's. Uh, where are, you, are you watching the Cup anywhere tomorrow?
1: Uh, I'll be watching it on delay. I'm actually working as it's running, so I probably can't get it up on my phone, but I'll watch it about half an hour after the race. What oh, about yourself?
0: Yeah, I'm working too, so... Uh, you watch it live. We'll, we'll stop work <laughs> and watch it live, yes, no doubt. Thanks for joining us. Um, it's been Sports Day SA. Paul Bonza, Dan Menzel with you. Linesy, thanks for pushing the buttons, mate. Appreciate it. I hope you'll be here tomorrow. See you, everyone.